Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. My dear brothers and sisters, today we know the second Sunday of Lent, and every year it's the same reading that we get and from the different Gospels. It's the reading of the Transfiguration. Uh, Mark, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are all, all have depict this event. And we get it this year because this time, well, hopefully by the time I'm done sharing my reflections, you'll, you'll see why the church gives us this reading every single year on the second Sunday. And what's also common to these Gospels is that this event always follows Jesus predicting to his disciples his death and his resurrection. And they didn't get it. They didn't understand it. Peter vehemently said, that's not going to happen. They refused to accept that this was going to take place. And so the the Lord, in order to help them to understand, to grasp what he was doing, he took some of his disciples to this mountain. Now, I have to just a little aside. He, we know he takes Peter, James, and John, who, who he takes to other events as well. The healing of his mother-in-law, the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. He takes them with him to Gethsemane and other events. And I always wondered why these men. The, the Gospels don't depict what it is that's so extraordinary about these men prior to the resurrection of Jesus. But obviously, Jesus knew their soul, knew who they were, and understood that with the grace of the Holy Spirit, who these men could become. That is God, who knows us better than we know ourselves. So he takes them up to this mountain. I I was there a number of years ago on a pilgrimage. It's a beautiful mountaintop. It's not that high. It's about 2,000 feet above sea level, Mount Tabor, with a magnificent view of the Carmel Valley. When I was there, it was quite a few years ago, there wasn't much that had been built up. I'm sure now it's, it's been developed in some ways, but it's just a beautiful vista. And from there, the Lord manifested himself. The first thing they saw, they saw three main things that really were, were conclusive for them and removed all doubt. The first one is our Lord changed and just emanated this this light, a light unlike anything they'd ever seen before. This magnificent light. And, And again, it wasn't something shown on him. It didn't shine on him. It came from him. He was the source of that light. And even the way it's depicted in the gospel, unlike anything we've ever seen, unlike anything a fuller's fire could could produce, this white, dazzling white. He's showing them, this is what I will look like as soon as I walk out of my tomb. This is what I'm going to look like when I appear to you on that day. Oh, and by the way, this is what you're going to look like when you enter into my kingdom and you receive your transfigured, glorified body. 
So now here's this preview he's giving them of what he will look like and ultimately what we also will look like. Then we have the two prophets, or rather the prophet and the, the teacher. We have Moses and Elijah, the two great figures of Judaism, the great teacher and the prophet, Elijah. And these men, Peter, James, and John, were faithful Jews for whom these two figures were the preeminent figures in the religious imagination of the Jews, Moses and Elijah. And so Jesus is obviously saying then, these are the men that have guided you. It's, this is the, these are the foundations of what you believe as Jews. But look, observe, they're coming to me. They're speaking with me. They're submitting to me. And so as towering as these figures are, they are now in submission to me. I've subsumed them. And from them, it, we now move into my church. And so it's no longer Moses and Elijah, but it's Jesus and his bride, the church, that become our guide, our light, our leaders, the source of wisdom and light for us. So now he's giving them this other great, great insight. And then finally, and this is something that, unless you take time and really meditate on what this passage says, where the Father speaks to them. Now, I've heard God speak to me. I'm, I'm sure all of you have. In my interior voice, I've heard God speak. But to hear the Father speak audibly, that would be, that would be a, definitely a showstopper. And that's what they had. They spoke to him. They heard the Father's voice. And then he said to them, do whatever he tells you. Unequivocally, obey my son. You had doubts about whether he is the Messiah? Do whatever he tells you. Listen to him. Do whatever he tells you. They heard that before. That You should hear. That's familiar, isn't it? Our Blessed Mother said that to them when they were at Cana. Do whatever he tells you. But now Dad has to come in and really lay down the law. Do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. Listen to him. Listen to him. I can only imagine what was going on in the minds of these disciples. They walked, it sounds like, the way it's depicted in Mark, it sounds like they were a little bit intoxicated. They were walking down that hill, and they were going, what, what did he mean by rising from the dead? You know, I mean, oh, this was now just an overload. But our Lord wanted to make sure that when it happened, there would be no doubt in their minds. They were told, this is what's going to take place. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't just a last-minute whim. I am telling you, this is God's plan. I will die, and I will rise from the dead. We have five weeks, my brothers and sisters, to do like these disciples as they ask themselves, what could he possibly mean by rising from
from the dead. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.